Wow, so I'm actually doing this. Welcome everyone, I'm starting my new podcast starting from today. I kind of don't know what to call it though, I might call it One Man Fast Break or I don't know, something something a bit cool, something a bit edgy. Oh God, I decided to do this so randomly as well, it's just... Just lying in bed and I'm just thinking, I watch so many podcasts. Let me just start one. Because why not? I have the equipment with me. Just so easy to do in this day and age just to set up your own podcast just from your own bedroom as well. I thought we'd just talk about just a lot of shit, just anything, to be, to be fair. Just music. Sports, I'm into football and basketball, but been watching the F1 documentary and that looks so so sick. But I'm so so behind as well. I'm only on season two, episode seven or eight on the Netflix series, but so amazing. It's definitely hooked me in. Just I've always I've always known about F1. It just I I've just never had the time to watch it. it always always clashes with football and from my background we never had sky sports growing up so it's just like just something i didn't get into just not until late just just something on netflix but it's really sick um my favorite driver i don't even know um I think Lewis Hamilton is just is just the basic answer. He's just black British driver. I'm black and British, so that's a start. But no, he's sick. Um, I heard. I think was it like yesterday or the day before? No, um, it had to have been yesterday. Yeah, yesterday with the Qatar Grand Prix. Um, can't even speak right now. Qatar Grand Prix. Um, I think he might have won that race. I haven't checked it. And with the drivers' championship, he is very tight right now. Just from what I'm hearing, but I'm just very new to the sport, so it's just I don't know a lot right now. But it's just some of the sort of things you can just talk about. I'm just just going to talk a lot of shit. Just just way far into like a lot of random stuff. Just go with the flow but it's the natural podcast that people like the most as well just just go with the flow really but with with the weekend the weekend's been so bad it's just it's like with the international break with football it's just like oh I don't know just like we've been like a week or two without like proper proper football because watching England friendlies just does not count for me whatsoever because it just feels like we face the same teams over and over and over again. So I was just glad to see Premier League football back. It was just buzzing Saturday. Get the get the stream up to watch the football. Um, if you didn't know already, I'm a United fan as well. 
from London, <laughs> which is uh, it's just amazing. I already get a lot of bells for it, but have my reasons, man. Family weren't too much into football, so when I used to just play Pez, Pez 6 on the PS2, that would just be the go-to go-to team because it had young, young Ronaldo. Not even Pez 6, I'm lying. has to be like, I think my first football game was Pez 3 on the PS2, but I think I got that a couple years later, so I didn't actually get that in 2003. It might have been 2005 or something, but Pez 3, Pez 3, Pez 5, and Pez 6 were my first, first football games. So I'd even start out on FIFA, which shows you I'm not that young uh, like the others, but Ronaldo, Cristiano Ronaldo was always my go-to player on Pez, and then that's just why I support United. And just ever since then, it was just during the glory days and everything. But I've been there during like the really bad times, the really shit times. But it's a life of a football fan, man. But with United on the weekend, just I was just buzzing to watch the match. 3 p.m. kickoff, which is a bit weird. It means I have to pull up like the old streams, but old legal streams, but. <sighs> Just started off the match. Just started off so so badly. Just we we actually deserved to lose as well. That's 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 the main bit. Cause I I just don't I don't even know what it is this time. It's just it just happens so consistently with United. Just don't play so well. You just you just don't know what happened. And we we played we played Sancho as well, and we played. Uh, Matic and McTominay, which is a bit of a weird fit, but it's different from um, McTominay and Fred. But we just went with that, and the game was just so weird. Watford was just so up for it. And before the match, I knew there was going to be goals into it because both sides are really shit at keeping clean sheets as well. So both sides were going to concede, but but when that first penalty went in, I, I, was, I was cooking food as well. Like the game's going on on my laptop and I'm just cooking food. And then I just look and I see the referees pointed to the spot and I was like, oh, what has happened this time? Just looking at the replay, just McTominay. It, had, it, just, had, it just had to be McTominay as well. But, but I don't know. When... What was the name of the guy who even took the pen? This is bad. This is bad for me. Oh. God, I forgot his name. I'm going to have to search this up. Oh, Saar, Saar. I didn't even have to search up. Um, so when he looks, his posture, like when he was about to take the pen, I just knew he was going to miss as well. But it's a bit of hindsight thinking, I know, but. I don't know, sometimes, like, when you watch football a lot of times, you could just tell, like, something, something's just going to happen in this way. And then he just missed. And I was like, oh, I was like, get in, get in. But then the rebound went in. And then after, I was like, oh, fuck, that was, that was all for nothing. But then after, it had to get retaken because of encroachment. And I think both, I think it was, 
Oh, he was. I think that was a United player who was encroached. It might have been Wan Bissaka or Shaw, one of the two, one of the fullbacks. I think. So then had to be retaken, which is, is fair enough. If if it was only the Watford player that was in, and it had to be retaken, I would have been like pissed. But um, but players were in from what I remember, so it had to be retaken. And even when it was when Sal was going to retake the penalty, he just didn't look up for it. And again, it's with the hindsight thinking, but it just didn't look like he was going to score and he missed again. And we're like, okay, now we can pull, we can pull away. We can put this in our favour. But just then, no, Watford just kept on going on and on and on. And then we conceded and we actually deserved to concede. And then 2-0 down by half time, I think. Oh, it's just really bad. It was just like, as a United fan, you would know. Oh, any football fan, to be fair, but just when you're going in a really bad run, a really bad period, uh, when you start conceding, it doesn't even hurt anymore. It's just like, it's more of a disappointment than anger, to be fair. But that's that's United. But and he brought on Van der Beek as well. Oli brought on Van der Beek and Van der Beek scored immediately. So just like, this is what we've been like crying out for as well. But I've said a lot of buts, but uh, I just don't know. My mind's all over the place with this. Just, just talking, just talking. Uh. Ended up losing 4-1. Harry Maguire, oh my God, don't even get me. I think get me started on that with, with the Harry Maguire shit as well. Just, when I was watching when I was watching the stream, I heard that he got a red card before he actually tackled as well. So then, I think it was like, it was only like five seconds before I got the notification that he got a red card. And then I seen the red card and it's just, just... When that happened, it was like, yep, okay, we're not pulling out a famous Oli victory from this game. Because, oh my God, this is our captain, man. It's just so weird. I don't know, it's just weird seeing him as captain because I've just been watching United for a long time. And we've had Vidic, Ferdinand as captain, Rooney as well. Valencia was a bit of a weird period where we had him as captain, but I don't remember too much about that. It wasn't that bad, to be fair. Even even Ashley Young as well, just because he was the longest. He was like the player who's been there the longest as well. You could kind of tell he has some sort of voice in the in the locker room, but just just Harry Maguire, man. Oh, it's really really bad, but. That's it. All his tenure's done. It's actually properly done now. Uh, it is weird though, cause I don't even I don't even feel happy about it. It's just like he got sacked, but of course he wasn't gonna resign himself, cause he he wants to make the situation better and everything. But it's, it it all goes down to the Glazer board. Just yeah, just the board in general, just it's awful management. But are we surprised? I think the more realistic United fans or the more intelligent United fans 
shouldn't really be surprised like what we've been through in the past with like managers and stuff ever since Ferguson it just shows the work Ferguson how special Ferguson was to be fair because oh my god the other owners are so so bad just it's so clear that they just want the money as well and they want to sell the club but they might as well it's not an easy process might as well get it over and done with because it's probably why they didn't want to sack the manager because that's money you have to pay the manager when you sack him as well so I could tell they just wanted to hold on to that as long as possible but and then, then the, the video seeing the video on social media like if you're into football you've definitely seen his exit video I mean, exit interview, Oli's one. And, oh, my God, is United fan. Just like, you want to be, we should be more ruthless as a club. And that's why I'm not really that, really that sad with the second, because it's like, if you don't do well in your job, it's, it's a results business. And in the end, that's what happens. But, yeah, he just didn't deliver. But I know he really loved United as well really wanted to make us like proper title contenders title winners not even contenders but oh and then when he started crying as well jesus christ he had to had to go away from the video of us i'm gonna start getting sentimental emotional as well but it's a new era it's, is it really a new era? Just the Glazers still there. It's still the same era anyway. They want to interim, which is I just think is so stupid because it's still early in the season. We're in November. Just looking for interim, just like three years ago when we first got Oli as well. Cause I don't want to hear the word interim unless we're getting Ralph Ragnit, to be honest. Because he seems like a really, really out there, proper, progressive manager or decision from the board but progressive and the board there are two terms that just don't go together so that that wouldn't happen and you just got michael carrick uh i'm not looking forward to the game tomorrow it's currently it's currently monday a day before the villarreal game and I'm not looking forward to that because villarreal just a well-oiled team we're so lucky to beat them. Last minute goal, and they beat us in the Europa League final. We're going to be in Spain for this game as well. And we definitely need to win just to get through to the next stage because I'm just not doing this Europa League stuff again. I just can't. Uh, I feel sorry for Spurs fans just watching Europa Conference League. I just don't see myself ever watching that. And we get people saying, oh, that's not being a real fan or whatever. But uh, I, I understand from if you're supporting a team like West Ham, you're actually doing really well at the moment. I'm actually happy for them. Still not really like West Ham in the past. Don't really know why. But now, now they're looking really good. And I really like watching their football and everything. But yeah, if you're a team like West Ham or Leeds and Europe isn't a common, isn't really a standard for you. I'll definitely watch the games, but with United and just, especially if the football's poor, I just can't watch Conference League football. 
they've managed to relegate Europa League football, which is already bad on itself for um, a top four side. But I don't even know why. Why did I even digress from this? Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, Ideally, the managers I want is Poch, Zidane, or um, Ragnit on an interim basis. But um, Zidane doesn't want to go, so... It's pretty much, it's pretty much no chance that that's gonna happen. So I think I'm pretty set with Poch. Well, Ten Hag as well, but my my worry with Ten Hag is he needs. I just, I, I mean I just heard this now that he's an introverted manager and he's just gonna need a proper system behind him, um, a, a proper structure in the club behind him, and proper structure and United don't go together. So. It could it could go really well, but it could, equally it could just go really bad. So I think I think I'll I'll personally go with Poch as well. Um, he wants out of PSG. It'll be will our fans will definitely love him to come here. I wonder how Spurs fans feel with with everything because with with Poch he grew the he grew their club. Put their club in the right direction, got to got them to a Champions League final and everything. But I think, yeah, I think there'll be a bit of distaste in the mouth if if he goes to United, even though United and Spurs aren't the biggest of rivalries as well. But still, they would, yeah, they definitely wouldn't be happy with it. Just thinking about it now, it's, it's pretty straightforward. But. Yeah, I think Poch because he's used to working under shit regimes, so might as well work under our shit regime instead. But oh, just you know, man, just want it. Just want good football. Just want just want good progressive football. I'm not asking for titles year after year because. Premier League's changed from that. Just so many good sides, and that's why our league's the best. I I think our league's definitely the best. I think no one's no one's competing with it in any sport actually. Because I followed the NBA, but the Premier League's just just levels above. I just love watching English football, man. That's where it's at. Um, it was. What's gonna talk about man? Chelsea on Sunday. Chelsea, Chelsea, Chelsea. Oh my god. Talk about a wild oil team. I mean, just look how City beat United. It's just gonna happen again with Chelsea. I'm not even sure if the game's home or away. I'm I'm guessing it's away. Not entirely sure. But home or away, it's just gonna it's gonna be pretty bad. But we'll see how we are under Carrick, man. And then hopefully if I'm still doing this podcast thing, I'll just talk to you about what's ever happening with this. But that's this United. Just been talking about United for too long. I don't want this to become just football podcast. I want to talk about other stuff. So I might as well move on. Wallahi, Bilatullaham, you might think I'm trolling. I wouldn't be surprised if Rimuji is coming for McTominay, Wallah, when Cruz retires. So I wanted to talk about music because oh, 
Oh, I love listening to music. Ah, oh, I feel like there aren't many days where I just don't go through my any any of my Spotify playlists. Just my playlists are so elite. And I'll argue with anyone, absolutely anyone, that my playlists are just better than theirs. My playlists are probably better than yours right now, if you're listening. Especially if you're listening on Spotify. But I was pretty late, but um, I listened to Life of the Party by Kanye. And oh my God, that song. I don't like listening to leaks. So I when I heard the song got leaked um, in September, I was just like, I wanted to avoid it. Because... Because if I really like a leaked song, it's like it's not like I'm going to pull it up on Spotify. Unless I'm just going to get a random artist. A random artist name with the same song. But that song, oh, so, so, so elite. There's nothing beat. I feel like, in my opinion, nothing beats a rap song with just a good, good beat behind it. Like, it sounds, it sounds so stupid now that I just said it, but. He just got like a sampled beat. That's it. That's the word I was going for. If you got a sampled beat and you're just spitting, just just pure spin. Just I don't even want I don't even want a chorus. Just pure, pure bars. I I love this song so much. So Life of the Pie. Now that it's properly on streaming platforms. That song is just really, really good. Uh, Andre's verse as well. Potentially verse. Verse of the year, definitely comfortably from what I've listened to. Especially mainstream. Mainstream, like even mainstream mode compete with it. Oh, God. I think what other good songs have there been uh, rap wise? I enjoyed the Meat Mills project, but I, um, I wouldn't say for bars though, which sounds which sounds harsh, but Meat Mills project is definitely more of a street project, but it's still really good. Drake, Drake, I'm thinking. Uh, no friends in the industry. That's a that's a really good song, bar bar wise. Seven a.m. on Bridal Path. Yes, decent standard standard Drake track jail jail by kanye west i think yeah for album of the year will probably it'll probably go to probably go to kanye because when when the album first dropped i I don't know just when donda and clb both dropped and everyone was on that donda versus clb vibe um i was actually rocking with clb first because um i think while I accepted Donda definitely definitely had the better songs, was best would I even say it's better structured probably. It it had it had a theme and it stuck to the theme, whereas Drake's one just felt like felt like a playlist, really. I didn't feel like there were much lover songs to be fair, so I was a bit I was a bit disappointed with that, but um Drake's album was still a good album. He always to me he always puts out a good album. I just don't think it was on the level of um Drake's all the shit. Take care. T- take care is my favorite Drake albums. <laughs> I wouldn't say it's not even close, but nothing this. Um, no, actually, not nothing ever was the same. Uh, what was that album? If you're reading this, is too late. That's that's a really good mixtape. But yeah, 
it's, it's a mixtape, it's not even an album. Yeah, so it's, it's going to have to be Take Care. But, yeah, I think album of the year this year, it'll, it'll definitely go to Kanye, because, well, well, in my opinion, as in overall album, to be fair, I haven't listened to much of the other genres. I, I do like listening to a lot of genres, but I, I definitely don't keep up to date with them compared to rap or R&B, so it'll just be unfair for me to say outright, outright, like Kanye would win, but I think, yeah, I think he should, to be fair. This album's really good. Just a lot of songs, that's the problem. I think that's my only issue. A lot of albums these days just have so many songs. And they're trying to, I know they're trying to, like, it's the way to go number one. It's the way to inflate your numbers, but I feel like even me as if I was if I was properly making music like that, I w- I couldn't release a 20, 20 song album. Oh my god, Little Baby and Dirt they released a collab album this year, which was really good. That's I feel that'll be another contender for rap album of the year, but not in terms of bars, because. When you talk about rap album of the year, it's always it's, it's always talking about bars, but it's not just that. It's just energy. Energy counts a lot. Delivery counts a lot to me. And no one beats you in. You can't beat Lil Baby or Dirt in energy or um energy or emotion. Yeah, because they're they they're both really good, but. Yeah, with Kanye's one, it followed a theme. But I was was thinking CLB was better at the time, like during that first week, because it was that replayability. I think CLB had that that replayability and songs like um, Way Too Sexy, which I didn't like at first, but it's okay. It's good. It's a good song now. Um, No Friends in the Industry, like I mentioned before. Um... Not a big fan of girls uh, want girls. Is it girls want girls or girls like girls? I think it's girls want girls. With little baby, um, is it is okay songs? It's, it's in my life songs, but thinking about it now, I haven't listened to it that often. Um, in the Bible, I, I love that. It's so it's like it feels so weird. It's like I know when if you definitely listen to CLB first, um, CLB first, um. If you listen to CLB for the first time, In the Bible was definitely like a weird song. First listen, definitely, because it felt it felt so offbeat. But I, I really liked it. And give you on give you on's bit at the end, segment at the bit. I wouldn't even call it verse. It was just like a segment at the end. It was just really good. He'd done his thing. Little Dirk. This is what I'm talking about with the delivery as well. He's talking about his girls cosmetics and it just sounds so sick so shout out to him um you know drake just did his standard thing but yeah i I felt like clb had the replayability whereas kanye yeah you could say his album was better structured because it followed his theme as well which is a better clear theme because how many rappers do gospel inspired albums so but that's what I thought, but now thinking about it now, now that I've had like a couple weeks of like, so how long has it been? I think it's been like 
two, three months since uh, Donda dropped. Um, yeah, I think I, I think it was a really good, really good album. I think it's probably the better album thinking about it now. But what did Kanye do with the deluxe? so weird like just going through my phone i was trying to find the new songs or what had changed and i i swear i had to look on genius like a couple of times because i weren't sure if i already heard this song before from the standard edition or were there changes to that song as well because i was really hoping he added like chris brown back to new again because uh because yeah many people don't know i'm a big big chris brown fan as well just been listening to him for so long so just stopped by him and even though there's all every time i would mention that cb is my favorite artist yeah he's like my favorite artist so um i know some people will be will kind of look at it like oh it's not really something to be proud of but fuck them to be fair i mean fuck them to be fair Fuck them to be fair. Oh my god. This is what I mean. I sometimes I'll just be saying shit. Uh, it just doesn't make sense. You you wouldn't believe English is my first language. So always get roasted for this. But CB is my favorite artist. Oh, so I just stop by him. It's just really good music. Cause if you start if you start going down this avenue of oh I would listen to this artist because they've done this. Where in some cases, yeah, that's fine. It's totally fine. But I could pull up. I can pull up like so many shit that's happened with like other rappers as well. Rappers, artists, whatever. With the artists, racist um, or homophobic or done this or done that. I'm, not, I'm trying to be careful with what I say. I don't. I don't want to say it's like two outlandish words. This is only your first podcast. I know I say I'm. I know I'm a bit iffy whether I'm gonna properly continue this, but I don't want I don't wanna like fuck it up like right at the start, but oh my god, I'm I might need to start a butt counter because I don't know how many times I'm just gonna be saying the word but <sighs> my god. I don't even know what's I even what's I even talking about before. Oh my days. Um, Kanye, Kanye, Kanye. Yeah, he, he just messed up the order. I, oh, I swear I had to go on Genius so many times just to look at what songs I just didn't, I haven't heard. Oh, no, I remember, I remember. You Again. Yeah, I was hoping um, Kanye put CB back on You Again. Even because Chris Brown doesn't have a big part. He was just, he was just singing a bit on the chorus. Just wanted to hear his voice, you know. But um, yeah, it was definitely worth it to listen to "Life of the Pie." Um, there was another song I liked. I don't think it was "Up for the Ashes" from the Ashes. There was like of the. I think the Deluxe had like five new songs, whereas well, not five new songs. It had like three new songs, but. Two of them were like part twos or alterations. So keep my spirit alive. I'm so glad you put back. Um, oh my god, what's that artist's name? 
that eyes. He was singing. He was singing the hook. Because no offense, he was much much better than Kanye. Kanye singing. I don't even know why he moved it in the first place. Maybe it was a bit of an ego thing. But glad to hear him back as well. But that was enough. It was one of the because there was like three new songs. There was um, "Life of the Party," "Up from the Ashes," and I forgot what the third song was. But of those three songs, I think two of them I liked. One of them I, I just didn't definitely didn't like. Especially with the repeating bit. I f- oh. oh, it was. Oh, I, f- I remember the one I didn't like. It was. It had the word "family" in it. And that was definitely the song I didn't like. Cause um, I don't know. It was a bit weird. The song was a bit weird to me. And then he re- at the end of the song, he repeated the. He had like a little song part at the start. And he just repeated it over and over and over again. I just felt that was just really weird. But uh, I just move on to something else. Um, I'm late on this, but last last Friday I, I listened to the Sort Sonic album because so many people on my timeline were saying it's a classic, classic, classic. So I definitely had to listen to that, and. Well, I was not disappointed. I mean, I really like Bruno Mars as a pop star, and I like Anderson Pack. I recently got into Anderson Pack, um, just diving into his old songs. I used to hear songs on 2K, so that's how I heard him about that. So putting your music on video games, it does work in discovering an artist. But I like them too, so I, I didn't really have any doubts, but I don't know. I was, I was, I was just very, I was lacking on them. I was slacking, slacking on them, and I was like, when I saw people was hyping it up, I was like, no, I have to listen to it before. It's too, too late. So I was like, okay, when I go to the gym, listen to Silks on it, which is a bit weird to do because you're working out really hard, and you'll be listening to some seventies, seventies, eighties style music, but. Yeah, that album was really good, perfect album, which is really hard to do with me because I'm so so picky with my music. There's not there's not many albums that are perfect for me. Um, if I quickly go through the perfect albums that I've I've listened to over the past few years, Trap Solve definitely, um, Astro World as well. Uh, True to Self by Bryson Tiller. Oh my gosh, my Bryson Tiller's stage. He's all right now, but back then, he was the guy. He was the guy to me. You just couldn't tell me otherwise. Um, what's another perfect album? There were some others. There were some some other good, really good albums as well. Cold Day. Cold Day's album. Oh my god, I need him to release his new shit. I really need him to release it soon as possible he's really 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 good good as a rapper as well it's like j cole vibes um uh j cole's album that came out this year it would have been a perfect album but there was um i'm not a big fan of the climb back it was released as a single i just really wasn't sold on it then just not sold on it now. And I think Close was another song. I wasn't sold on that song either. But if you remove those two songs, definitely would have been a perfect album as well. Um, 
one of Drake's albums would have been a perfect album to me, but there's just so many songs on it. I think the closest one to a perfect album, which I'm probably going to have to listen to over again, because I don't think I've listened to the album in its entire entirety. Oh my God, can't speak. Um, is If you're reading this, is too late. Because I know Take Care is definitely not a perfect album. There's definitely songs I don't like. Nothing was this. Is it Nothing Was the Same? Nothing Ever Was the Same. Nothing was the same. I don't know where I added the ever from when I was talking about it earlier. Yeah, Drake doesn't have a perfect album for me. No, neither does Chris Brown and Chris Brown and Drake are like top two for me. Um, but yeah, why does I even talk about perfect albums? God, I was just lost where I'm from. What was I even talking about before? Um, I'll just move. Oh, Silk Sonic. Silk Sonic. You see, I hate it when that shit happens. It's just like, you lose your thought. You're like, oh, okay, I'm going to move on to something else. And it just comes back in your head. I'm just like, well, thank you for waiting this long. Yeah, but yeah, real good fan of that Silk Sonic project. I listened to Isaiah Rashad. Uh, for the first time, because of course, so many people be putting in a good word over these years. So again, I've been slacking on him as well. Um, just moving away slowly away from these mainstream <laughs> mainstream artists, because uh, some of some of their some of these artists have just fallen off completely in my book. Like Migos as well. That was another perfect album for me. Culture. Culture was such an album, but and culture too wasn't bad either. Like at the time, everyone's gonna compare. So of course, um, people were very critical of culture too when it first came out. But it's, it's, it's got its hits as well. But culture free, oh my god, they disappointed, disappointed me. But Isaiah Rashad, his album was good. I like R.I.P. Young. Still, still fairly new into it, um, into the album. So I'm not gonna remember all the titles, but it's a really, really good song. Um, Bit of Scissor and Black Song was good as well. I think what else? What else I listened to? Lee Chopper, he's doing his thing right now. I think he's always been doing his thing to me. Like he, he looks like he looks like a rapper I really would not like his music, but, like, it's, it's so weird, like, because, um, you get these rappers and they release music every so, every so and so, um, you can tell they make their music in, like, 20 minutes and release it, it'll be, like, one-minute songs, two-minute songs, but, and Lee Chopper and Polo G as well, but I know Polo G, uh, it's more of a storytelling. You can have the storytelling song, so I wouldn't really put him in that category. But you can kind of, kind of can be because he does have his proper proper street songs, uh, where he's just like, oh, "I'm gonna shoot a nigga, I'm gonna do this, do that." But um, yeah, his his one's really good. And he's doing really good. Jumping, jumping's my song right now. I love listening to that song. You just be. Oh, He'll just be doing his thing. Oh my god, my laptop's about to run off battery. 
run off back. Oh my like if you know me, this is this is how I usually speak. Like the words, the words aren't making sense right now. But let me just plug it in. Cause it's gonna cut through this recording if I don't plug it in. Why do we have to know how oh my god? What's 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 happening? What's happening? Don't do this to me. Come on, just my extension is falling. Is that better? The weight distribution of this thing. Oh my, my days. Okay, there we go. That should be, yeah. That should be much, much better right now. Uh, I don't even know how long. How long am I even going to make these podcast episodes? I don't know. This is going to go as long as I could. I just don't want to make it too, too long because I know more than anyone how daunting it could be to just listen to something that's like two hours, three hours, maybe even one hour because people just don't have time these days. But yeah, Nelly Chopper released um, I IYB, I think, if you but. I'm pretty sure that's what it stands for, but that song's really good. And, and the song's like 1 minute 47 seconds, but it still delivers. It, just, it doesn't make sense. Uh, just seeing what else I listened to. Oh, my God. French Montana. Jesus. Jesus. I actually gave him a chance. I didn't listen to the album in full, but I just listened to the albums with features, but I would probably like... and. You just can't sell me on French Montana, honestly. Just it's weird. It's weird. He he doesn't have a hit song by himself, and I think that just tells the story for you. Big Sean's EP. That's it. Big Sean's EP. That is. It's not an album, but if it was, perfect. Every song is so so sick on it. I think Big Sean's been on a, like a different direction these past two years two when did single again come out i think single again came out 2019 once that guy started meditating his music just changed it's so so good i think his music was good before but now it's even better um what else what else did i listen to any albums I listen to some of Summer Walker's songs because I'm, I'm a sucker for R&B, so any R&B can get, I'll give it a chance. Um, and they were like, it sounds really good. I didn't listen to the whole thing, but listen to, um, like, I look, I went on Spotify and uh, went on its web player, and then it has the plays on, on the side when you, go, when you click on the album. So I went on the most played shit and then just picked, like, best eight songs and listen to them and yeah it was really really good uh but i I have to listen to it again oops i accidentally played it i have to listen to it again trans try to like have another few lessons because you may like a song at first and then you listen to it again you're like what was i thinking and you might like 
be like this song is so so ass and then after you listen to it you'll be like you'll be like what the fuck like I thought, it was, I thought it was ass, but it sounds so good. Like, once you listen to it a couple more times. But I love I love listening to music, man. Every time, every time I go out. And I go out to the... I go out to uni and the gym, like, almost every day. So I'm always going to listen to music. But it's a th- the thing I do hate about it is, like, I get headaches so easily because I listen to so much music. Uh, and... Once you got a headache and you got, I'm not sure about you others, but like when I when I got my AirPods in and you're listening to music and you got a headache, oh, it feels so so bad. It's like one of the worst things. It's like you want to keep your AirPods in because you want to listen to the music, but your head is pulsating at the fact that you listen to too much music at a very loud volume. And with us young generation, like we don't know the definition of loud, because I sw- you swear you have like your volume at seventy percent, and it sounds so so quiet. So you have to play it like near the max, or you play on a speaker, or you play on your headphones to the max or near the max. Like, we really really sure because we're all gonna like mess up our hearing when we're older. We just don't want that to happen, but. Man. Um, is there any projects coming out soon I'm looking forward to Kendrick is not dropping this year I just don't think he is it's, it's not much time left we've already got December I don't even remember did he even say himself that he was going to drop this year or is it just thing people are saying he had that website thing that wait, was that in August? I think it was. Yeah, it was in August. He has he had his website thing where he was mentioning he was working on his like last album with TDE before he moves on to his own shit. And yeah, he did say the end of the year, but you're always like when you got Kanye, Kanye, Kendrick, J Cole, even Drake to an extent, if they're saying they're dropping at this particular time. You might as well just 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 don't listen. Just don't listen to them. Just don't get your hopes up. Don't stay up until midnight thinking that these men are gonna drop. In mean, actual fact, they're gonna delay the album because they either got ACL problem, they need to change a few songs, they don't like it, or this and that. But then again, that's what makes the best albums though. So that's why I'm not really complaining. It's just I'm just saying just don't get your hopes up. Cause they're not dropping. If Kendrick drops, uh, that'll be wild. I'm gonna look like a right mug if he does. But uh, yeah, Kendrick's one's definitely one I'm looking forward to. Roddy Rich, Roddy Rich. He's supposed to have a Kendrick feature as well. So um, it was supposed to be on his last album, his 2019 album, which, again, I think now that I'm talking more and more, I'm starting to remember the perfect albums. That was another perfect album for me as well. That Roddy Rich album. Because 2019 was a bit of a weird year for music for me because you had 2017, 2018, 2016, 
and 2015 were all amazing year for amazing years for music. And then you had um, 2019 was a bit lackluster for me. There was only like a few albums were really good from that year, like Indigo by Chris Brown, So Much Fun by Young Thug. Um, you also had um, Roddy Rich's album, Corday's album. A Boogie's album was 2019, 2018. A Boogie's was 2018, but because it was December time, it was so close to 2019. So, nah. Oh. I just love music, man. Just good, good music. Just like one piece of advice to you guys is just you should listen to like something out there something that you wouldn't expect yourself to listen to even if it's just like an underground rap artist um an artist you'd be like oh no i'm not listening to him or uh, just a different genre have to listen to different genres you're too old like people are too old these days to just to be listening to just rap like you're too grown to just be saying stuff like that and being proud but uh man 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 well love talking music man i need to find someone just to talk just to talk music to like someone with good music taste just can't be anyone but let me just move on just move on to something else hey, sometimes it may be good sometimes it may be shit So I'm I'm currently a uni student. I'm up here in Nottingham right now in my uni room. Just tired. So not even tired anymore. It's, it's just like I hate when you like you feel really tired. You go to bed. You're like, okay, I'm gonna sleep. Your eyes feel like they're aching water down your eyes because water is going down your eyes because like I don't know you kept your eyes open for too long or is maybe it's just a sign that you, you're just feeling so tired and you try to go to sleep but then you just can't and then with me I'm so weird I just I just get so warm in bed so now I have to get out of bed and now that I'm out of bed to find something to do now and now i'm not tired and look at me now i'm recording a podcast because i just because i couldn't sleep essentially just so so crazy this is how i'm going to record my first podcast just because i couldn't sleep that is a quotable right there but work man so much so much so much like things to do right i'm pretty much on track with everything i always like to say on track with um a lot of shit because i just don't like stress i'm too much of a calm guy to be stressing a lot so um i always like to keep on top of things but still doesn't mean the workloads a lot but man you always have to get you have to get stuff done man always always that's the way. I just, I just, I'm like a hard-working, lazy person. It doesn't make sense, but it makes sense at the same time. 
am so lazy, but I work so hard at the same time. Just end speech there. Oh, just with these graduate applications as well, because I'm in my last year and um, being in your last year means that you actually have to decide what you're actually going to do with your life after university. So it's a pretty important year, but doing these applications and you're like, oh my God, for me, I'm like, oh my God, I'm actually going to be working proper nine to fives, Monday to Fridays. And, I'm, and I don't know about you, I've, I've spoken to some of, some of my friends about it. I just don't see myself working to like nine to fives. I honestly don't think, because I know myself better than anyone else. And you would know yourself better than anyone else. You would know if you like a situation or not. I'm not sure if I like nine to fives. Like, like the closest thing I've done to working a nine to five is um I used to I used to work at Sainsbury's like just as like a summer job this year. So just working at uh my it wasn't even a local Sainsbury's, it was just kind of kind of local, but um you anyway, the point is um I was working at that Sainsbury's and I'd work like nine to five overtime during the weekdays and also, um, when I used to work at House of Fraser, I used to work nine to five overtimes as well. So that was the closest thing I've done to like a regular nine to five schedule. And oh, it's so, so draining. So it's so important to do something that you like because, man, you the worst thing you could do is do a nine to five in, in, in an environment that you just don't like. It's just not going to end well, especially for your mental health so so important to get that in check so it's important for me like when i'm choosing a place i need to be in a place where i feel welcomed i feel like has a good management team i feel like there's proper events that you could do with colleagues to build relationships there's that work from home balance oh that is covid was such like a really bad time so I don't want to sound like a dick when I'm saying this, but with COVID, I think a good thing that came out from this is um, the fact that more employees are asking that they should work from home and that's becoming more of a standard in the workplace industry because uh, I'd love to have, because I wouldn't mind doing the nine to fives if you had that work, work from home balance where you would like, I don't know, you would work Monday, Tuesday, Thursday in office, Wednesday, Wednesday, Fridays at home. If the work suits working at, like, if the work, if the work that you're going to do that day suits working from home. So that'll be, that's like a good thing that's come out from this pandemic, which has been awful, awful. So I I don't want to say it. I I don't want to sound like, I don't want to sound like a dick saying that statement but just you have to look at the positives of some really dire situations man and that's how you move forward it's always how you're gonna move forward thinking what else man um it's a bit weird though because like with the with the positions some of the graduate positions they're like 
okay, you can join from any um what's the word they use? Specialism? Nah. I'll use the word specialism, but I don't think that's the word they actually use. But it's like they say you could like with some graduate schemes, they're like you can join from any specialism that you've done at university. So basically any course. Um so it's like there's some I applied to like I do um I study like property finance and investment. So I have some I've applied for like some jobs purely in the property industry, but I've also applied to some investment ones. And um, in the investment side, they're like, oh, yeah, we'll accept anyone. And then with property, you kind of have to be chartered or accredited. Like, so they don't do that. But it, it just makes you wonder, like, with the uni courses, you really just could have done anything and just gone into a different graduate position really i mean um most of the top ones like i feel like my course is a really good course as well so i think it's a top i think i know it's a top one as well because i worked hard to get here but i feel with, with like the because there's definitely people at uni who've just gone just to be at uni or they may have not got the grades that they wanted so they're on a, not a, a good course i would say but just stuff like that it makes you wonder if like uni was the right decision for everyone so that's why it's so important to do something like to take your own path I feel like I've made the right decision going to uni but I know there's some others many others who don't feel the same way so it's always like take your own path because it's your life in the end you're going to be older like you're going to go to uni because your friends would be there what happens if like you and your mates don't get along then then it doesn't seem it's not worth it anyways but now it's gonna definitely seem like it's not worth it and where you could have been doing an apprenticeship or just working full-time or done this or done that it's always it's always important to take your own path but i don't even know why i got so like motivational there but uh you could what's i even talking about yeah it's weird um because i got like the so you got like I got the graduate positions purely in the property industry. Now I got the graduate positions in the investment industry. And then I've been looking at like the salaries. And I know salaries isn't, isn't anything. But you'd be lying when if you're saying you wouldn't care about it. So I was looking um the property graduate, like the investment graduate ones. I wouldn't give exact figures because they're all averages and it could be totally different ones someone goes into industry but like the investments investment ones pay way way better than the property ones and i'm just gonna say that but so i would imagine it's so competitive like their tests i've done some of their tests already and they've been really hard or it's like you have to really concentrate like the test you have to really concentrate rather than it it being hard for me because i did i did like a level maths so so no mass questions, they're not hard because I don't know it. They're hard because it's like I'm probably not concentrating enough because you're doing it from home. You're probably I'm probably thinking like, oh, I could easily get through this. And you're like, you see the questions, you're like, oh, my God. I wish I had a notepad and pen ready with me. 
or I really need to concentrate. Let me turn off the music. I should have done this at a better time when it suits me. I shouldn't have done this when I'm tired. Like those start, those questions start to add up. But it's just been stressful because like doing these applications, it feels like you answer the same question over and over and over again, which I get because every company is different. And just because you apply to one place um, and you answer the question for one place doesn't mean another company is going to get those same answers. So, of course, they have to ask the questions, but it feels like you're just on repeat and repeat and repeat again. And and especially if you're, like, really serious about what you want to do and you want to, like, widen your, like, your opportunities so you apply to a lot of places, uh, it it feels, it's really draining. Especially if you do it, like, within a day, which is what I did. I didn't apply to all of the places in one day, but there were a couple of days where I just went in, just applied to as many as I could during that day while listening to music. And by the end of the day, I felt so, so knackered. But I don't know if with uni, being a uni student in third year, so it's, it's a bit weird because... There's so many reasons. Like the first reason is, in my course, I don't, I don't have many like lessons left, which makes sense because like how they did it was like during your first year and second year, you'll be mixed with other people in your year group doing a similar course but not the same course. So it'll be within the same school, basically. And then as you go into second second year, some of them go away, and then. In third year, is pretty much you and people who are doing the same course as you, pretty much. And um, you've done, you've already done the other modules as well. So you don't have many modules left, but it just feels like I only have like six sessions a week. So I'm only in uni for six hours on, for three days. Like Monday's only in there two hours. Tuesday's only in there two hours. And, um, Thursdays, I'm only in there three hours. And they're all in, like, I have a good timetable as well, so they're all, like, early afternoon-ish. So, and then you just have, like, the rest of the day off, pretty much, because it's not compulsory school. So it's not like you have to stay or anything. It's like you can go home now or you could go to the gym or whatever, go to the library or whatever. But... I just have so much free time on my hands. And even though I do use the time to work, it's, it just feels like I'm still cheating the system because just just so much, so much free time. It feels like I should be in uni much more than I currently am. But um, it's third year. You're supposed to do a lot of independent work. So... So it's not like a it's not like a huge shock to me, but still a little bit surprising to me. Um, I think in what else with you? What else has been weird? Being a third year. Uh, it was weird because coming back from COVID, and then we start the third year, and then everyone's going to uni like nothing's happened. Is is a bit funny to me, but like. I feel like there's no changes at all except for there's hand sanitizing stations, which um, people don't really use anyway, but I find that a bit funny. I'm not too stressed about that. 
keep my hygiene clean anyways. So as long as I do my bit, I'm not too worried. Um, but what else weird? Oh, I just feel like uh, I, I see my friend like post this. So if he's listening to this right now, shout out to you. But he was just saying how like ever since COVID, uni has been the like the uni part of him has just been sucked out or just left him or like the uni part of him has just died and ever since i seen that tweet i was like yeah that is is so true and it just hits hard because it's just like in in my third year i just haven't been going out as much and when i mean going out I just mean like going out to nightclubs because during first year course was freshers and then that was cut short by covid and then ever since then it's just it's just been i don't know i just haven't been up for it like i was in first year which people may say oh yeah because you got old or whatever but i just feel like with that covid just cutting off that whole second year for me and many others across the country it just feels like it's uh, it's just killed a part feel a killed a part of like that uni freshers person in you if that makes sense plus i like house parties more house, house parties are much more i feel like they're just a better option not even just like i was gonna say they're convenient but it's not even just that it's just a better option because i feel like you're drinking you can bring your drinks with you to the house party if you know the guy or even if you don't know the guy but easier to get back and from because i don't know getting uber there it's not it's not jam-packed but um you'll get like a really healthy number of people at the party if it's a the guy's good at promoting his shit but house parties is just a better option easier to talk to people as well you don't have to you don't have to worry about the spiking epidemic Jesus Christ, and I'm in Nottingham as well. That's another reason I have be going out. This is shit's getting so so silly, man. Like, it always makes you wonder as well, because like, as a man, you don't really worry about those things too much. But then, ooh, as a female, it must be so so different because there's so much there's so much shit at night. Like, as a female, that you would have to worry about. And I'm not gonna get in into too much of like what can happen what couldn't happen but it just just shines a light on that as well because oh my god like when i go to nightclub i can i would go carefree the only thing i wouldn't do is probably drink at the nightclub because i've already like the pre-drinks i've probably like drank a lot and um like drunk but not not very drunk, but I couldn't be let in, if that makes sense. So I rarely drink at the nightclub. So there isn't that chance of spiking then. But, oh. World's so weird, man. So weird. So many weird people. So I always like, always like keeping to myself because, I don't know. People are weird. Not in a good way. Just... Uh, so I just stick to my morals, man. That's, that's the best way I think is to live um, your life.
just have your set to find morals and just stick by them. Do what's do what's best for you and your guys. Do what's best for you and your family, pretty much. And then everything everything will fall into place. But I do hate people who who think everything's just gonna fall in, into place to them. It's just it's it's so stupid. It's just so stupid to me. And I don't know. I think like if you come from a not even just a poor background, if you come from like a working class background, or you see your parents work a lot. You just know shit isn't gonna just fall into place. It just won't. And if you watch a lot of sports and you see how like these footballers came up, if you re- like really properly take a deep dive into how they got into football, the path that they took to get into the first team, you know shit just doesn't fall into place. And, and oh, another type of people I don't like. Is the people who um, I remember seeing this tweet like a while ago. It was it was from a girl, and she said it was something like, "I deserve." It was like I deserve rich things. It was something something along the along those lines. It wasn't it's not exact quote that I'm saying, but it's like I deserve all the rich things. Oh my god, that, that kind of thing just—I don't know. It really, a lot of things don't really piss me off because I'm just pretty chill. But a lot of shit like that just it's so annoying because it's like no one deserves anything in this world. You just—you just go work for it. If you don't get, it, you don't get. It. If you get, it, you get. It. If you got lucky, okay. If you got unlucky, all right. But let's try again. It's like. I don't think there's anything. I think the only thing you probably deserve in this life is just it's just the basic shit like food, water, a place to stay, a place to sleep. But when I hear people say, "Oh, I deserve a man. I deserve a girl." I deserve rich stuff. I deserve high grades. I deserve this. I deserve that. It doesn't work like that. You could work hard and just things just don't go your way. So what? It's life, man. Life goes all, on all these turns, but that's what makes it interesting. Well, I'm just become motivational speaker. People say, people say I speak that I say very motivational stuff. It's just, I think it's just the mindset. It's just the mindset that I'm on. My mindset's really changed over the past, I want to say the past two years, a year past year. Because when I was younger, I was really, uh, I was, when I was younger, I wasn't like, I didn't really care about school. And then I had tuition. Then I became really smart, but I still didn't care about school. And then I got into secondary. And I had a good group of friends and then um were competitive then. So I was like, did kind of care, but I didn't care about school then. Got really good grades and I'm happy for that. 
but I I wasn't like eager to learn. But when I watch when I watch the NBA, big fan of the NBA, by the way. Uh, R.I.P. Kobe, man. God. Sometimes I just like be going through a day. I'd be like, Kobe's really not here with us, man. Because his work ethic is so, so different. And he's the reason why my work ethic changed. Just watching all his stuff. He talks, his ego. But it's a good ego as well. Ego is not a bad thing. You can have a good ego. I feel like I have a I have a big ego. But I feel like I have a good ego. And what I mean by good ego, I don't think... If you have a good ego, you think you're the best but you believe that you can be beaten or you believe you're near the top, but you believe if you don't work hard enough, you get overtaken. Whereas if you got a bad ego, you feel like no one can ever, ever beat you. Even, even on the off day, which applies, which can work. Cause if you're saying no one can ever beat me, cause I know I work harder than you. That falls into the good ego like category, but, I know people, oh, even at uni, I know people with bad egos. It's like, it's not a good thing, man. It's just like, because I feel like I have a good ego. Because I'm always, always, I'm always willing to help people out. I don't think anyone's dumb, really. I mean, people do dumb shit, but I don't feel like anyone in my course is dumb. They've done something right to get up to this stage. But also, like, the important thing is I believe people can help me as well. So it's like... So that if you have a bad ego, you don't feel like anyone can help you because you're the best. No one's near you. But with a good ego, you can... People... You're willing to, like, set your pride to the side to learn from others. And, yeah, that's what I'm going with with this it's learning from others as well it's important man and then that's that's how you're going to find even more success man and not be disappointed bad thing about your ego is good or bad is your expectations are high so when you don't meet those expectations or far you're far from your expectations you'll feel really bad you'll feel really really bad and it's knowing that it's knowing that you can get past this, that's the main thing. Cause I feel like you feel bad anyways, but like for a period of time anyways. But once you know oh I'm gonna get through this or whatever, then then and it's alright, man. But God, sometimes it does hurt when you you get back a test result and it's not what you wanted. Even if it's especially if it's marginal. If it's marginal like a couple marks off from like the grade you want, it hurts. It really does hurt. But it's like what I was saying before, man, you can work really hard and stuff doesn't go your way. You can work very little, stuff goes your way and vice versa, man. Not everything, life will be like really boring if everything was predetermined. So if we'll talk about that, I'm wondering if there's anything else about university I could just talk about. 
One thing I am a bit sad that I didn't get to do. Again, I don't like making excuses, but it does go down to COVID. Was I didn't get to visit. I didn't get to visit other many, like other unis, for like nights out. That would have been a good thing to do. Especially like the main ones. Not even the main ones. Like, see a good scene. I would have. I would have like loved to go to Bristol. For I don't know. Does Bristol have a night? I'm so introverted. Like I don't even know. There's like so many like social things that I just wouldn't know. Like what's good for a night out. Like there's probably that. Like yesterday I found out. Um, Watford has a really good prism there as in the club prism and then there'll be there'll probably be like people I know he'll be like how do you not know that that's so obvious but just how I am so introverted to these stuff so shielded sometimes but I think it's just naturally how I am but I feel like I may be wrong these seeds may be bad I may get flamed for this I feel like Bristol would have been a good place to go um why not Ken? I think just because I've heard from like heard from other people like Kent, I've just seen active people in Kent. Maybe uh, do Loughborough have good nights out? I know I know Loughborough students may go to Leicester or Knots for a night out, but maybe there might be good nights out thing. Liverpool, because Liverpool's out there. Because I haven't been Liverpool before. Uh, Manchester as well. Newcastle. I don't know. Just no. It doesn't even have to be really good. See, I'm not too fussy when it comes to nightclubs. As long as, as long as a healthy, healthy turnout, good music. Those are my only two criteria, really. Then it's fine. But that'll be one thing. I'm a bit disappointed I didn't get to do. I didn't get to visit overseas while I'm at uni because I'm not going to I'm not going to uni moves or um night I'm not going to be like looking out for nightclubs when I'm older because like this is ideally the time for me to be doing stuff like this but I don't know I'm very to myself so so it hasn't happened maybe I maybe I don't I don't really care about this and maybe I'm just waffling waffling on but I don't know, just thinking. Always like to self-reflect and just think about what I could have done. No, what? I, no, no. It's, it's not good to think about what you could have done. But I like to self-reflect. What's gone good? What's gone bad? Okay, what can I do next? Like stuff like this. Is that? It's a good tip to to um, evaluate yourself because self-reflection is so so important. Is really important to do. But I think I'll leave it there. Thank you for listening to my first podcast, whatever this is called. I might call this One Man Fast Break. I think I'll call it that. But uh, thank you for listening, man. I don't know. You, you can't comment on podcasts. Just... Share it, share with your friends, and if it does well, if I'm in a good mood, I'll just do another one. All right, thank you. Have a good day. All right, bye.